Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the producers and or the persons appearing on the program and not necessarily shared by the station or by any members of the Democrat National Committee. This is American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. You remember during the Obama administration, Vice President Joe Biden, he said it's time to be patriotic. He said it's time to jump in. It's time to be part of the deal. It's time to get America out of the rut. And of course, he was talking about more Americans paying higher and higher federal income taxes at the time. And he's did, still did talking he about that. that clear? Did he make it clear to the, the, the people that he was talking to? I, everybody that's listening to me today, you're going to pay more in taxes. Come on, man. Did he say that? No, I during the Obama administration. But they were all about higher and higher oh, taxes. Much higher. They yeah. hated rich people. Right. Of course, they say they don't. Right. And, and it's almost as if they tolerate people who have money. It's almost like they... Well, if you want to make some money, it's okay with us. Listen to this clip of Joe Biden today at the White House. We've seen time and time again that that trickle down does not work. And by the way, we don't have anything against wealthy people. You got a great idea. You're going to go out and make millions of dollars. That's fine. I have no problem with that. But guess what? You got to pay your fair share. It's the same old song and dance. Well, and it's a lie. Because the very last time we tried cutting taxes and allowing people to let money run through the economy, that happened just in the last four years. Donald Trump, the 2017 tax cuts, that actually in that actually decreased income inequality. That's like it, the, the big well, thing the Democrats said that they are upset about. It increased the, the Trump tax cuts, increased uh-huh. middle class household income by $4,000. That was just in three years. Now, you compare that to the Obama administration, where household income only increased by $1,000. So four times the rate of household income increases from the Trump administration, which were basically driven by tax cuts. Uh, Exactly. And and when Obama raised taxes, especially on the rich. The only people who benefited from that were the rich themselves. They were the only people who got richer during the Barack Obama years. Nobody else did. The middle class did not. The upper middle class really didn't. The lower class certainly didn't. During the Trump years, it was the lower class and the middle class where the incomes increased faster than the upper class for the first time since the 1980s. Which, by the way, was the last time we tried trickle-down economics. That was under Reagan. They like to denounce no, this, but they said we tried it time and time again. Yes, we did, and every time we've tried it, it's freaking worked, you morons. No, the Democrats have repeatedly claimed, I mean, not just since 2017, which was when the Trump's tax cuts took effect, but they say, I mean, this is straight out of the Democrat playbook, is that tax cuts overwhelmingly have benefited the rich, but the data doesn't bear (laughs) it out. In fact, the tax liability 
the tax liability of families earning between fifty and one hundred thousand dollars decreased three times as much as those families with income over one million dollars. So this just wasn't the case of the proverbial rich getting rich. You know, not at all. No. Actually, it was the poorest Americans who saw the biggest percentage gains in household income right. gains during the Trump presidency. Yet Joe Biden just calls all of this ineffective. What I think it was uh, back in January, he said it was the most unequal economic and job crisis in modern history. He was referring to basically the economy. The, the COVID was, shutdown? No, he was oh. referring to the economy that he was inheriting from President Trump. And of course, no, then he no. promised See, you know, then he con- promised help was on the way. But help see, was on the way. We're confusing a couple of things. The economic crisis of 2020 was not Donald Trump's fault. That was more the fault of Andrew know, Cuomo don't get, than anybody else. But don't get lost in the weeds there. This is all about hating the rich. They try and divide, right? That's that's it, what they do. It's about the inability to do simple math. That's what this is about. They are so bad at economics, they couldn't read a pie chart if it was thrown in their face. Well, you remember what Obama said. He said, if you were successful, somebody along the line gave you some help. Somebody helped to create this unbelievable American system that we have allowed you to thrive, that we've allowed you. See, and see, <laughs> Biden uses the same language. Yeah. He goes, if you want to go out and make a million bucks, yeah. I got no problem okay. with that. I'm okay if I'm you want to okay be okay with that. Like, bastard. I need your go permission. Ahead. Are you kidding me? And then Obama went on to say, you didn't build that. Right. You know, somebody else made that happen. Well, I'm not sure if Obama or Biden or the left, if they fully understand how out of thinking that thinking is. With the hardworking, enterprising, and risk-taking spirit that is embodied in the American people and the American dream, or the notion that our country still offers equality of opportunity, and more so than any other country in recorded history. But the Democrats don't want equality of opportunity. They want inequality of opportunity to create equality of outcome, which by definition is unequal. And see, what I'm most concerned with is that we have the president of the United States and and really the entire left that believe individual success is largely a product of luck or other people or big government instead of hard work well, and commitment and ingenuity. I mean, this is like a student who does poorly on a test in school and then blames the teacher for the difficulty of the test for their own poor performance. This but, nation was not founded upon a principle of luck or blame, but upon the notion that we can all influence our success. This is a work ethic that understands if any of us did poorly on a test, for example, then it's because we didn't study hard enough and nothing more. But to be fair, Joe Biden did not get elected president because of his hard work. He campaigned the entire time in a basement. There was a COVID crisis that happened to hit during an election year. For a Democrat running for president, that was really, really lucky. So I absolutely understand why Joe Biden thinks that success only comes if you're lucky. That's how he got to be president. No, no, you're absolutely right. But, you know, I was thinking about this uh, before we went on the air. See, Democrats are against or don't believe in trickle-down economics. 
unless it's wasteful government spending, unless they're practicing Keynesian economics, right. which is basically you know presupposing that for every dollar in government spending that there will be a greater than $1 economic activity that results. So it works uh-huh. when it's government spending. Trickle, it trickles, when it trickles down. down from the government, it trickles down. But when it trickles down from the ingenuity and the commitment and the inspiration and the perspiration of the American people, all of a sudden, that just doesn't work. That doesn't make work pay. I mean, seriously. <laughs> you're, you're right. That's the error in their thinking. And that's one of the problems with Keynesian economic theory. The other problem with Keynesian economic theory is it creates money out of nothing. And that isn't how the real world operates. You know, Joe Biden should revisit the – this is a quote from Thomas Jefferson. Mm. I'm a great believer in luck, and I find the harder I work, the more I have of it. And that, my friend, is what describes the American spirit, not what Joe Biden and the left are trying to make us believe is what is an American spirit. Let's get to the top three things you need to know before tomorrow. Well, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton sued the city of Austin and Travis County today over their mask mandates. Governor Greg Abbott had lifted the statewide mask mandate on Wednesday, but Austin and Travis County decided to exempt themselves from the governor's order. Mayor Steve Adler, who made headlines last year by demanding Austinites remain home while he traveled to Los Cabos, Mexico, said, quote, we are not aware of any Texas court that has allowed state leadership to overrule the health protection rules of a local health authority. And in general, that is true. Mm -hmm. However... A Texas judge is allowing, this was just, uh, this is breaking news probably, Texas judge is allowing the city of Austin, Texas, to keep its mask mandate in place for at least another two weeks despite that order from Governor Greg Abbott. So we'll see how that plays out in court. Second thing you need to know for tomorrow, Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves signed a bill today into law that bans transgender athletes from participating in women's or girls' sports in the state. Mississippi is the first state to pass a transgender sports bill this year, but more than 20 states across the country are considering similar laws, and Idaho passed a similar law last year. Idaho's law blocked was blocked by a federal court and is still pending in litigation, and it's likely Mississippi's law will be challenge in court as well. Why doesn't the left understand Title IX mm-hmm. is the federal civil rights law that has protected women from sex discrimination in educational programs, including sports, mm-hmm. for over 50 years? And it's the number one reason why U.S. women are dominant in global athletics like the Olympics and, and World Cup soccer. And yet in his first day of office, President Biden signed an executive order that would challenge all of that. Not just challenge it destroy it. Third thing you need to know before tomorrow, rioting continues in Portland, Oregon, nine months after it began last summer. Yesterday, an Antifa mob invaded banks downtown, damaged property, set fires, and then attacked the federal courthouse once again. They also spray-painted graffiti on an Apple store. There were no reports of arrests. However, the AP did blame police for using tear gas to break up the riot. The rioters who the AP referred to as, quote, rowdy protests. Well, and here's how crazy of a world we live in. Sheila Jackson Lee, Representative Sheila Jackson Lee, Uh she says that what's going on in Portland is a model for the rest of the country. A model of how to destroy the rest of the country. I'm just saying what she said. Man. We'll be right back. Stick around. You're listening to American Ground Radio. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Paul with Louis. Sar Abalone. All right, we talked earlier in the week about how CNN tweeted out 
the headline, the CDC is giving limited freedoms to fully vaccinated people. And there was such an uproar. I mean, on Twitter, in the Twitterverse. In the Twitterverse. In terms of, you know, I mean, the CDC has the authority now. Don't you understand that our freedoms do not come from government or government agencies, but from our creator? It's right there in the second sentence of the Declaration of Independence, but apparently the media and perhaps some in America still need to be reminded of that. Joe Biden, in his what this was his first primetime address to the American people about it was all about COVID-19. But take a listen to this. If we do all this, if we do our part, if we do this together by July the 4th, there's a good chance you, your families and friends will be able to get together in your backyard or in your neighborhood and have a cookout or a barbecue and celebrate Independence Day. There's a good chance. It's a good chance. I mean, I, I'm not promising yeah. that you're going to be able to barbecue on the 4th of July, but, but there's I, a good chance. I, King Joe, might allow you to go into your own backyard and freely assemble with people you know in a peaceful... I might allow you to go into your own backyard if you behave between now and July 4th. Oh, come on, man. That's just crazy. Seriously, he needs to read and understand the First Amendment to the Declaration of Independence. It says we have the right to freedom of assembly and that Congress has no power to stop us from doing that. And there is no covid exception to the Constitution. The Democrats lead last. And you said earlier, you said, well, that must mean they're following. Yeah. If you lead last, that means you're following. That's exactly. I think that his address to the nation was a CYA for his administration and for everyone on the left because they saw that the tone, the direction of the country with regards to these COVID-19 restrictions was going in a completely opposite direction because they were saying that we weren't going to get back to normal until 2022, which, of course, is an election year well, for Congress. Oklahoma this week opened up its uh, its economy fully. Texas has opened up. Uh, Arkansas. But see, our states are the laboratories of democracy. Right. I mean, it's federalism in action. And what you saw was the federal government trying to catch up with the the states. And I think that was a I think it was a bright spot, actually. To see that I, in I think, action. I think watching him try and give that speech oh, was, that was not a right that spot. was a whole nother issue. Yeah. We got a question for our American Mamas. Dear Mamas, are there any Disney movies that aren't now racist all of a sudden? Ah, well, let's ask our American Mamas. Mama, Mama. She said. Joining us now are American Mamas, Terry Netterville and Denise Arthur. Y'all are big Disney fans. I know it. You love Disney, don't you? Uh, my entire yeah. life I have until yeah. just recently, actually. So, I'm very disappointed in this. So recently, Disney's come out and they've put disclaimers on a lot of their films. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've put disclaimers on uh, Dumbo, mm-hmm. on uh, Peter Pan, uh, several others. And what they wrote was, the stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now. Rather than remove this content, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact, learn from it, Mm. and spark conversation 
to create a more inclusive future together. So any kid that's on the Disney Plus app, they can't watch those films without parental approval. So says the moral the moral superiors of our country. Well, why if they Gosh. always have been, how come how come we're just now finding out? Yeah, this is this is another wokey woke woke thing. Like, you know, Disney's become woke. They said the this do y'all remember the crows in the movie Dumbo? Yes. Okay, this is <laughs> the leader of the group in Dumbo is Jim Crow. He was named Jim. He's Crow, which shares the name of laws that enforced racial segregation in the southern United States per the site. So, in other words, we have to ban that entire movie because he has the name Jim Crow. When we were growing up, there's, there were morals to all of these Disney films that taught us valuable lessons. Dumbo was a great lesson. They're not real. Ex- They're not real. They're not real. They're cartoon characters. But the, but the morals in these stories were You're very right. real. And they were very, um, they, they touched your soul. They yeah. helped you see people who might be differently in a higher light. But here's what I'm wondering. I was thinking about this today, y'all. Tell me if I'm way off base, because I can be. You're not in this world, okay. honey. Everything goes. <laughs> Go ahead. You're in the United All right. States. Well, here's my, here's my thought. I'm wondering if this is some of that stuff that they try to use to divert our attention like this is all going on over yeah, here don't look over here and we're, we're, yeah, on the we're, we're not going to report this we're going to make everybody focus on this so that they're they can be up in arms oh uh, kind of like what cuomo and all those people that yes. died in the nursing home and then now there's six women yes. talking about yeah uh, you know what terry look you cannot continue what i want to know is who who is the people who are the people that are just sitting back that have had to let their minds Go, what are they smoking? What are they shooting in their arm that they can even come up with? Uh, it, it is almost psychedelic crap is what it is. I mean, I don't even know how it, to describe well, it. Well, to me, it's, it's almost like um, a, a, it's like a brainwash tactic. Or actually, let me just say it better like this. When our children were little and maybe there was something that they did not need to see and we saw it happening before it happened so what do we do we divert their attention we're like oh no look over here yeah. did y'all see that like did when they're hurt yeah yes yeah 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 i feel like there's something sinister going on behind the scenes that is that would absolutely shake the left up completely and so the media since they have all the platforms they bring us to this place where we're where we are up in arms over what Pepe le pew yeah, that's a rapist culture now. And even Whoopi, <laughs> what? Whoopi, who's like got to be one uh, of the officers at the uh, yeah. at the cancel club, yeah. said you can't be canceling him. And the Hispanic people have stepped up and said, you know, that. Yeah. "What does that have to do?" Speedy Pepe? Gonzalez, yeah. Speedy, Speedy Gonzalez, you got to cancel Lepew. him because he's, well, he's a derogatory towards uh, Hispanic people. Okay, this is another thing I want to I want to talk about. Whenever okay in Mar in Arlington, Texas. Martin High School has their mascot as a warrior. Mm-hmm. And so there was a group, there was a, a white group, like there was a, a one student, she was 15, and she said, this is actually derogatory towards Indians. We need to change the mascot. So she had this petition, and it was full of white names. Well, the Indian, there's an Indian tribe out there. They came forward and said, this is to honor our people. The chief is the one who actually drew that warrior for the first Thank time. Thank you. We are proud of that. It got shot down. But I am telling you, it is like 
these woke people. It's like Aunt Jemima. Her family was yes. so proud of her being on that yes. the family, the people that she represented. <laughs> but I'm telling you, it's not. The so why do they get to have this leverage? Why are they making all the calls? But why the, are we going along well, with it? Well, and what bothers me the most is they that we're talking about. We don't even know who they right. are. They're not even the. They're not even the actual. If there was an actual victim, they're not the right. actual victims. They are just the stirs of the pot right. with the loud mouth. They're the one percenters. And exactly. why do we listen? I don't know. I'm telling you. I don't know. I'm done. I'm done. Do you know how long? I, yeah, I'm not I'm gonna- a- Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Gosh, Denise, anything. do you know how many times I have heard that this week? So many of our my friends of all colors, even of all political affiliations, said, I am done. This cancel culture thing has gotten to everybody. Everyone's done. Yeah. It's like, okay, and you just said it, the 1%. So this is the problem. That 1%, they have the mic. They have the platform, social media. They have um, all of the actual mainstream media. So they're the ones that we hear. There are far more of us out there that are so disgruntled about this. I'm telling you, we're rising up. They may have the mic, but they ain't got my ear. I can tell you that. If you'd like to ask our American Mamas a question, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash American Ground Radio, or facebook.com slash American Mamas. Terry Netterville, Denise Arthur. Thank y'all. Thank you. Well, coming up next here on American Ground Radio, we are digging deep. So stick around. We'll be right back. There's more fresh roasted American Ground Radio brewing. So stick around. Mmm, that's good radio. With Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Paul Lewis. Sar Avalone. You know, Senator John Kennedy from the great state of Louisiana uh-huh. he always has some of the most memorable sayings. Certainly most colorful. He he's able to he's able to turn a phrase almost as well as our American Mama Denise Arthur is. So he was being interviewed by Fox News mm-hmm. and they asked him, you know, basically, you know, what do you think? About the COVID-19 bill, the $1.9 trillion stimulus bill. That's really what it's all about. Sure, it's, it's COVID stimulus. That's it's, all it is. And, and, right, because yeah. very little of it is actually going to COVID-19 relief. In fact, there's eight, one... Five to eight percent. One trillion dollars that has mm-hmm. not been spent from the first right. COVID-19 relief bill. But anyway, so Senator Kennedy said, you know, President Biden says it's a coronavirus bill. And my response is, right, you know, and the stripper really likes you. <laughs> and then he went on to say that, that's, you know, that's not right. The coronavirus bill is like calling Harvey Weinstein a feminist. Yeah. And it's because it's just chock full of 
pork. It is. More than 42% of that bill has absolutely nothing to do with stimulus, unemployment, the coronavirus itself. It's just pet projects that help out Democrats and Democrat campaign donors. And Congressman Mike Johnson, also from the great state of Louisiana, friend of the show, he pointed out that in addition to all of the new and wasteful spending Mm -hmm. that has already been highlighted in this bill, somehow, he says, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and the Democrats have managed to sneak in a provision that prevents states Now, listen, in federal law, this COVID-19 bill that was passed, it prohibits states from cutting taxes if they accept their respective shares of federal funds. And see, I think that's unconstitutional. No, it does. It violates the plain language of the of the uh, Constitution. But, you know, the Democrats the don't Tenth Amendment. Democrats don't really like the Constitution anyway, especially the, the Bill of Rights. So why would they bother? Let's dig deep. Working in a coal mine, going down, down, down. Working in a coal mine, about to step down. Working in a coal mine. Okay, this week, you may not have heard about this on the news. I think you should have, but you probably didn't because the news didn't really cover it. China's Central Military Commission Vice Chairman, Zhu Qiang, stated that war with the United States was, quote, Inevitable. Well, they're already planning to double their stockpile of nuclear warheads in right. the next 10 years. And they're actually trying to put their nuclear warheads onto hypersonic missiles, missiles that are faster than the speed of sound, uh, a lot faster than the speed of sound, uh, by about 10 times, faster than what we can currently build in a missile. But see, I don't think they would have said anything like that. Uh-huh. Obviously, they did not say anything publicly, at least. With Donald Trump. Not a chance. But they're willing to say with, with, with Joe Biden. Major General... Well, he's on the payroll. Major General Richardman Kaufman, Richard Kaufman, American general, told Military.com, that is the first time China has made that statement publicly. If you are the head of uniformed... The head uniformed general in the Chinese military, and you say it's inevitable, what does that mean? I think that means you are willing to strike first, because if it's inevitable, why would you wait for your adversary to strike first? But you know, some of this is a little illogical because America mm-hmm. is China's largest trading partner. Right. So, I mean, but, why would they want to... Because they seriously. want Taiwan. They want Taiwan back. That's, that's okay, the Okay, but major... that's, not, that's not worth destroying... To you and me. But every single war, every single war that has happened in the history of mankind... No, they're more practical than this. Wait, wait, wait. Every single war that has happened in the history of mankind happened because one side or the other miscalculated. Every single one. Okay? Yeah, but China... Look, China did not grow Mm -hmm. to the point that it is with respect to manufacturing. Yes. With respect to their influence in the world. Okay. Only to destroy their largest trading partner. They certainly didn't grow to the position they are to be number two. They want to be number one. And that inevitably means in their minds... War with the United States. Now, now I'm not saying wait, they don't wait. want to control. They don't want to control the United States, both the the economy, they entertainment. Do. Why? I don't understand why you're not listening. The general in China said war with the United States is inevitable. I think it's a translation problem. Okay. Well, look, maybe this isn't a big deal because we've got the biggest, baddest military in the world, right? We've got more aircraft carriers than any other country, more nuclear-powered aircraft carriers than the rest of the world. 
except that Joe Biden is cutting the Navy's 2022 budget from what was proposed under Donald Trump, $722 billion down to $704 billion. That means the Pentagon's now considering getting rid of some of our aircraft carriers, specifically the USS Harry Truman. In addition, they may halt construction on two new aircraft carriers, the Enterprise and the Doris Miller. So we're spending hundreds of billions of dollars to bail out states yes. and municipalities across the country that were, were in trouble before COVID-19. And we're getting rid of our most important military platform. Now, look, maybe it's not a problem. I mean, we have the best military in the world, right? We have, a, we have a little fewer than 300 ships in the Navy, including our current 11 aircraft carriers. Lewis, guess how many ships in the U.S. fleet have actually sunk an enemy ship in combat? Out of, out of the 300, how many? How many have sunk an enemy ship in combat? One, the USS Constitution, which is 227 years old. It last sunk a ship in the 1800s. So our Navy hasn't that's really remarkable. been. So our Navy hasn't really been tested in a long while. Now that's why you run military drills and trainings, right? Because you do want to have a war all the time. So you got to you got to test your military and, and make sure you're prepared, right? We've cut back on that, too. Well, the U.S. military ran a war game last fall. The idea was to mock out how war would go with China if China decided to invade Taiwan. Not too far-fetched of an idea, according to Yahoo News. Quote, in the Senate testimony on Tuesday, the head of the U.S. Indo-Pacific Command, Admiral Phil Davidson, warned he believes China might try and annex Taiwan in this decade, in fact, within the next six years. Okay? So how did the war game go? Quote, whenever we wargamed a Taiwan scenario over the years, our blue team routinely got its ass handed to it. That's a quote to Yahoo News. What's more, they've actually been doing the simulation year after year for a couple of decades. What we're just now learning, what the public is just now learning, is that not only does the U.S. lose every time in those wargame simulations, but we lose faster each year. This is Lyle Goldstein, U.S. Naval War College. Quote, my appraisal is that Taiwan would fold in a week or two. He said that to national interest this week. So what we have is... A, I really don't like what you're saying. I, well... I mean, seriously. I understand. But I'm just trying to tell you news that's not being reported in most places. If you're not watching, if you're not reading military.com every day, you're going to miss this stuff. Because it's not being reported by CBS, ABC, NBC, CNN. It's not. So we have a near-peer economic power that's hell-bent on invading the island of Taiwan and conquering the entire South China Sea. We've seen that behavior for the last two decades. And every time we gain out that scenario, China wins and we lose bad. And that doesn't mean we just lose ships, we lose people. And what is Joe Biden's top military priority? He told us this week. Take a listen. Creating maternity flight suits, updating, uh, updating requirements for their hairstyles. We've got China. We that, need more hairstylists in the military, apparently. We apparently need more pregnant jet fighters. Every time we do this war game, we're losing to Taiwan. And instead of making sure we have the weapons, the capabilities, the, the information systems to make sure that our country is protected in case chi China really does want to put a nuke on one of its hypersonic missiles. Instead of doing that, we're going to make sure pregnant women have flight suits. Well, they'll be stylish at least. They look good doing what they're doing, I'm just saying. And that's not a sexist comment, by the His way. His priorities are in the wrong spot, and that puts the entire country in a dangerous spot. God help us. We'll be right back. You're listening to American Ground Radio. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Paul with Lewis. Sorry, Evelyn. I mean, right now it's a gold rush. 
for liberals. I think they know they have to ram through as much of their extreme socialist agenda as possible before Americans wake up to the radical transformation that is happening under this Congress. This is what they do every single time the Democrats have taken power since the 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 Republican Revolution in in ninety four. Every single time the Democrats have taken power again, they have slammed through as much radical leftists, communist stuff as they possibly can because they know they're on borrowed time every single time. No, that one point nine trillion dollar COVID nineteen relief bill, which is anything but COVID nineteen relief. It includes $80 million in taxpayer funding for abortions, money to defund the police, money to keep schools closed. Why do you need money to defund the police? Well, because you've got to to replace it with something else, like social workers. Why why can't you just do it with, you know, hippies on the board, on the corner where with the board saying uh, it'd be nice. But you know what? It's not just conservatives Uh that are waking up. It's not just... Those no party or independent voters that are waking up, Democrats are starting to wake up. There, there are many Democrat Congress people in mm-hmm. Texas mm-hmm. that are beginning to speak out. For example, Henry against Cuellar. against this border mm-hmm. crisis that we have that's going on, right. and and that again is our republic at work. We have the people are being represented and even though they're Democrats, they're speaking out. I, I think America is going to wake up. It's just a question of when that comes to a boil. It's time now for Fake News Friday. You are fake news. So here's how we play our game. I'm going to read you a headline. You tell me whether it's real news, fake news, or really fake news. Real news, it was published and it was true. Mm-hmm. Fake news, it was published but it was not true. Right. And really fake news. And you just made it up. Looney Tunes character Peppy Le Pew normalized rape culture. Real news, fake news, or really fake news? That's fake news. That is indeed fake news. He did not normalize rape culture. Uh, next one, but but the he's being accused by leftists as And by the way, uh, just for those of you who may be confused, yeah. Pepe Le Pew yeah. isn't real. Good point. Uh, next, Joe Biden can't take questions from reporters because when he wears two masks, his voice is too muffled for the microphones to pick up what he's saying. Real news, fake news, or really fake news? You know, that's I, I'm going to go with real news on that. Mm, I just made that up. <laughs> you just... Well, <laughs> I think it is very much true. Might be plausible. Uh, Next one. One of Joe Biden's dogs attacked a Secret Service officer. Real news, fake news, really fake news. Oh, that's real news. That is real news. AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, says a robot dog used by the New York Police Department is racist. Real news, fake news, or really fake news? That's, I know that was reported. That's fake news. Uh, she says that, no, she said they were racist. They weren't really racist, but the headline was AOC says a robot dog used by the NYPD is racist. So that was real news. She didn't say that. You know, that was not fair. I know. Next one. Vendors in China are selling statues of Donald Trump as Buddha called Trump Buddha. Real news, fake news, or really fake news? Real news. That is real news. And they have the slogan on it, make your company great again. And on the bottom it says made in China. (laughs) Yeah, Make China great again uh okay the next one the u.s tax code is racist designed to help white people keep their wealth and make black people poor real news fake news or really oh fake that's news? fake news that is indeed fake news who You're reported right. that 
well, by the way. Well, that was actually claimed by Alexander Ocasio-Cortez. She made the list twice this week. With, oh, wow. With craziness. Okay. Uh, next one. There has been an increase in domestic terrorists carrying AR-15s since the January 6th riot at the Capitol. <laughs> Real news, fake news, or really fake news? That's fake news. That is fake All news. All day long. But someone should tell Senator Dianne Feinstein, because that's what she was alleging, is she introduced a new AR-15 ban you know, God, in the Senate today. God bless her. She's like 87 she years is. old. Yeah. She doesn't look it, very frankly. Um, uh, next, there is no crisis at the border. Real news, fake news, or really fake news? Oh, that is the most fake news, perhaps, of this entire segment. That's true. Uh, next one. The current crisis, okay, there is a crisis at the border, but it's Donald Trump's fault. Real news, fake news, or really fake news? Oh, that's fake news again. That is fake news again. I mean, Biden sent him an invitation. Yeah. I mean, and, and by the way, it's retroactive. If you've been deported, yeah. hey, come on come back, on back. in to the it. resort. We were just kidding when we deported you before. Uh, next, the massive numbers of people crossing the border are only here because they're looking for a good place to spend spring break. Real news, fake news, or really fake news? <laughs> okay, you had to make that one up. Yeah, I made that one up. Okay. That's just fake. Uh, okay, comics. Ridiculous. Comics aren't impersonating Joe Biden on Saturday Night Live because he is, quote, impregnable to parody and his voice is, quote, devoid of obvious quirks. Real news, fake news, or really fake news? That's fake news. That is fake news. The Washington Post said that. And here is our last one. See if you get this one. Starting on Sunday, we get an extra hour of daylight. Real news, fake news, or really fake news? That's real news. Mm, We do not actually get an extra hour of daylight. We have the same number of hours of daylight as we had before. We're just moving the clock. That's all we're doing. You know what? And back to that whole Pepe Le Pew thing. Yeah. People get so... I'm not defending Pepe Le Le Pew. Uh I'm not really a fan of Pepe Le Pew. Really? But here's my point. Cardi B? Yeah. And her song of the year. Right. I'm not even going to begin to even try to describe it. That's okay. That's okay. But I mean, saying, we're going to give her an award. But having Pepe Le Pew fall in love with a cat who has uh, white paint uh, splattered on its on its back, that's that's somehow rape culture. Okay. Well, coming up next, we've got a moment of while. Stick around. We'll be right back. Is that real news? You're listening to American Ground Radio with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. You know, if that Equality Act, which is really the Inequality Act, becomes mm-hmm. law, mm-hmm. it would add sexual orientation and gender identity as protected classes to existing non-discrimination laws. Okay, that's one thing. Okay. But it would also possibly affect children who are waiting to be adopted. How so? Okay, because the Equality Act also aims to decrease the number of organizations that are working to find children loving homes. What? It could clo- because well, because it can cause it's going to force the closure of faith-based adoption and foster care providers who believe children thrive best in a home with a married mother and father. So if you're only willing, for uh-huh. example, if you're an organization receiving federal funding or state funding, right. and you're only willing to place children in homes because you're faith-based, for example, right, with a mother and a father. Or you just go ahead and look at the science that says that kids are more likely to do better in, in a two-parent home. You may be sued for discrimination under this federal statute. So the Biden administration passes, the Biden administration seems to think that having kids not be in homes 
is better than having them be in houses with a well, mother and a father? It's the law of unintended consequences. Whoa. <laughs> wow! When I say whoa, I mean whoa! Evelyn Shaw hasn't been able to hug her grandchildren for more than a year. She was simply too afraid. All the medical experts and politicians and news anchors all said that she shouldn't have any contact with her family because she might get COVID and that she, that could be fatal for someone her age. So she stayed away. And then the vaccine started coming out and Evelyn got one. So did her daughter, Laura, and her granddaughter, Adirat. But still, Evelyn didn't want to risk it. So Laura and Adirat went to their doctor and told him the story. He pulled out his prescription pad and wrote down a prescription for Evelyn and told Laura and Adirat that that should do the trick. So they headed over to Grandma's house, prescription in hand, gave it to Evelyn, and in tears, after more than a year, she finally hugged her granddaughter. What was the prescription for? It said, quote, you are allowed to hug your granddaughter. That's awesome. May your pursuit of happiness bring you joy. Joy. 